1: welcome back everybody episode 161 of the black eagles podcast i'm your host sinan sporting live from new york city uh spring has sprung over here weather's nice feeling good once i finish recording this podcast i'll get out into the nice weather again um yeah but yeah so with me today however uh, on the other side of the planet and in slightly different weather <laughs> conditions, I suspect. Uh, and back again with me. Aaron Armstrong, everyone.
0: Uh, pleasure to be here, Sanan. So, thanks for having back me again. Back again,
1: yeah, of course. So, uh, how's Ankara? You're in the snow, I hear.
0: Huh? Uh, yeah, I mean, I came here to enjoy uh, <laughs> some time off. And uh, given that it's always raining in Belgium, I thought it would be a nice change of scenery uh, I figured that since uh, <laughs> it's spring it would be hot but right now uh, we literally have a blizzard outside it's snowing uh, quite heavily uh, so uh, I'm stuck indoors and uh, <laughs> it's a completely different tale than what you just described I guess exactly, but just, yeah. uh, it's, it's fun it's still fun I enjoy uh, watching snow I guess so yeah, you know, okay I'm a snow
1: it. fan you know that <laughs> Like if it's gonna be cold, I, at least it, like snow is like a sort of positive spin on things.
0: And yeah, I true, true. Um,
1: but so obviously, more importantly here <laughs> for our listeners yeah. is is mm-hmm. Besiktas, and we we're, we're obviously coming in off of podcast a huge Sorry. match, right? The big derby against Benarbut. Yeah. I needed I needed a co-host for this one.
0: Um, yeah, I mean we have to elaborate, and we have to dive deep and discuss it because it was a really big game for us i mean i'm not i'm still not sure if i'm disappointed with the result obviously i would rather uh, <laughs> have us uh, like talking about a win here but uh, still uh, a draw is fine by me given that uh galatasaray dropped points and it was a tough game
1: so let's yeah let's say let's, so coming into the match the yeah. the other match of note that i think that, that people are most concerned with was uh, Galatasaray hosting, which is funny to say, Rizespor. Yep. Uh, Rize is a side that's not doing particularly well in the league this year, kind of towards the bottom of the table.
0: Yeah, they're currently sitting at the 13th place.
1: Yeah. Um, and despite that, they won. Four to three, or three to four. I
0: mean, I mean was it was a really interesting game Uh, I was not expecting Galatasaray to draw points like that but uh, they had a lot of players doing individual mistakes and uh, those mistakes ended up (coughs) being uh, costly since they've conceded and it was it was uh, it was a like overall it was a great uh, result for us given that like we were about to play this really really intense derby because it was a do or die game for Fenerbahce and yeah, for uh and we had the chance to just like break free uh so there was uh, I'm not sure if there was more pressure or less pressure we have to <laughs> ask right? the players about yeah, that exactly. but yeah yeah but still I mean uh, it was it was a really good result for us I can't lie but I'm not yeah, sure no if we matter had what any, exactly yeah, yeah.
1: Well, and so we'll talk about the sort of ramifications of that afterwards mm-hmm. when we talk about the standings and everything. But so, yeah, obviously the, the the key point here is that going into the match, Gladys said I dropped all points available to them. So that was exciting. Uh, and at home, no less. So that's, you know, doubly exciting. Obviously, like, our last remaining kind of huge match. You know, I mean, at this point, every yeah. match for all of us is, is very big. But the yeah. last really big win is obviously going to be the Derby against Galatas today. So, yeah, we'll be you know.
0: we, we, we visiting the infamous <laughs> arena. I, I'm, I don't remember. the. I think it was back when we had Taliska uh, in 2017. We got our last win there. But, yeah. I mean, it has been three years since we've been losing. Actually, yeah. last year, we, we drew there. 0-0. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say,
1: and yeah. that's all it would take, honestly. But so, I mean, we'll talk yeah. about that again, you know. But first, let's talk Fenerbahce and, and, and what was obviously uh, a gigantic match for us. Um, to, to, to lead into it, I'll go through the lineups and I'll do it the way I did the last cup match. I'll go um, mm-hmm. sort of positionally over both sides of lineups because I think everyone's, you know, we know their guys well enough to be curious. Um, so, in goal, obviously, we had Erison Destanolu and they had Altai Bayandir, which, um, you know, a, a, a duel of the two young, talented keepers. Uh, on the back line, we played with Wellington and Vida. They had Jalai and Sardar Aziz. Right backs were Sangare, Nazim Sangare versus Valentin Rosier and Janer Erkin against Fabrice <laughs> and Sakala. And Sakala. So, uh, so, anyone curious about. Uh, Didvan versus Encyclo. That would be your answer for that one. We uh, we featured <laughs> Joseph in the back of our midfield. They'd play with both Luis Gustavo and Irfan Kaveci, sort of you know as defensive slash central midfielders. Uh, and then we'd have Atipa in that central slash defensive role with Ati with uh, Adem Ljajic in the number ten role. They would play with Pelkas in that maybe sort of central forward slash number 10 role that he plays in behind their striker. Uh, Kyle Lamb would be our left winger versus their Aner Valencia. And Rashid Ghazal would start for us on the right side relative to their bright Osai Samuel. And of course, up front would be Vincent Abubakar versus Samata for them. So, you know, interesting choices made. No Jose Sosa in their starting lineup. Um, I guess Mertakan Gandash has been given they, up on entirely, uh, obviously yeah. no Novak either. Gokan Kuno was on the bench but didn't play against us.
0: Oh. I mean, uh, I don't think he would be able to cope with Laren, uh, so that was a, like, Nazim was a better pick in my opinion. That's an interesting, uh, that's interesting. That's a interesting good
1: point, my It's a very good point. And I think he's coming off an injury either, either way, but yeah, um, yeah, absolutely right, because Especially considering size. Now, yeah, Laren, Laren's learning how to body, folks, which is good. Yeah.
0: <laughs> considering he has a big body. Um, this is also, like, all, another reason would be that we're deep in the season and uh, the fatigue is kind of building up and, like, Gokhan is 35, if I recall correctly, and he's not uh, quite like Atiba. <laughs> so it would have been a tough game for him. And, uh, regards uh, to. um, Sosa not starting, I, I believe the reason was uh, de- Detected if I'm to to employ here it was about like spraying balls to uh, Osai Samuel and in Valencia on the flanks and uh, Just a little more box-to-box. Box, yeah. yeah playing playing box-to-box box With Luis Gustavo and If Abadji. Like Gustave was sort of like this Carreiro role uh, Wasn't this Carreiro role so it was like uh, threading between the midfield and defence, uh, trying to build up the play, given Caballero. that we... we like, yeah yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. No, uh, not Cabrero, Carrilero like the watercar. Carrilero, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, carilero. I mean, pardon my Spanish, but yeah. <laughs> so, uh that we press
1: yeah, exactly. um,
0: high up the bridge. Yeah, so...
1: No, I mean, it, also, I, I don't think you... Can take out Pelkas at this stage for Jose Sosa, you know? No, no,
0: he's he's pretty good. No, no, uh, arguably their best player. So yeah, you can't exactly. sub him off.
1: I mean, I will say this, and this it, this will be a, a spoiler of sorts, like without really revealing much. I don't like without Pelkas or Altai Bayendir, I think this Fenerbahce side would be like eighth place, you know? If if, still, <laughs> if they were yeah. still rolling out with who was their keeper last season? A Tekken, right? Uh-huh. yeah they would be uh they would be in in you know in trouble i think (laughs) but anyway let's talk about this match a little bit um so right out of the gates obviously it was was a pressure-filled match with people i think hesitant to make mistakes early as yeah exactly i was
0: expecting it to be like like i was No lie, I was expecting the game would have a lot of goals, like uh, the reverse fixture, Mm -hmm. reverse fixture, because I mean the tactics and the team shits kind of looked that the teams gone with an aggressive mindset, but it was not the case. Both teams were precautionary and very
1: tentative. Said, yeah, yeah, Um, and and sort of the first real chance would indeed kind of come off of something of a mistake uh pelkas would come back on defense probably earn himself a yellow but it wasn't even called but he'd shove joseph who you know the ball would kind of trickle around and bounce and eventually drop to abubakar who would do one of his fancy moves um but sort of falling back
0: the same he would scuff,
1: and it would kind of trickle into Altai.
0: Saturday, Aziz was trying to mark him and he was sure that like he would go dribbling towards his left foot which he did uh, in the last cup game against Shir and uh, ended up scoring but this time he did the reverse and like yeah. pulled his if, right
1: if he'd gotten anything on it it's a goal that's the thing because he he, he, yeah. he, he he shook his defense yeah. very thoroughly yeah. and, which, and this would be a, a sign of things to come all around um, including the save by Altai by Andrew. Uh, we've got some Fire truck action, the FDNY in action over here. Um, <laughs> anyway, 14th minute, uh, it, it would come back to haunt us. And, uh, you know, it, it's interesting. I expected you to be among the chorus of people who blamed Nsakala for this. Bright Osai Samuel would round Nsakala on the counter, very thoroughly on the counter, and Anderson would come out very forcefully was it, was it, was it? And, and well, and he would uh, take the chance out. Uh, but so you actually see, I was even kind of willing to say, yeah, I guess it's Sakala's to blame, and you you made a good point, and and I, I repeat that for our listeners.
0: Yeah, it, w- it was a great run uh, by Sai Samuel. Honestly, like Vid was pushing high up. I believe was trying to uh, kill a ball. Uh, I'm not I'm not sure uh, what happened right before that possession, but um, like as I've said, like Vid was uh, pressing high up, or like he just charged forward to kill a ball or cut a ball or something like that. So there was a there was a fair bit of space behind him and like that's where Samal made the run so and Sakala was okay he was a little bit off with his reactions maybe you can criticize him uh, in that context but uh, overall like that was a brilliant run from Masai Samuel and like the ball was played in perfectly uh, I'm not sure who did like who sprayed the ball there uh, I don't really remember, I don't remember but either, I But it was a great one, yeah, yeah. And then like uh, we managed to defend it fairly well, and like Arson was uh, really on point uh, with his run, and he charged at the perfect moment, and uh, they they really closed them up. So great
1: contact as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it, it was actually you know, and it's funny because I. Um, I felt like Inzaghi had a really solid game defensively all around, and so I was like, oh, let's, you know, I wonder if there's any sort of highlights to sort of back that theory up. And then the only highlight I saw was that one. It was a play that I hadn't seen because I'd gotten, I'd gone out to my balcony for a moment, and so like there was a switch between, I was watching on my computer to my phone, and I think I lost a few seconds in the. Transition and so I literally missed this play <laughs> entirely so I missed like a glaring Theoretically a glaring mistake, but so anyway, you've cleared that up. Perhaps
0: perhaps not. Yeah um, I mean uh, and Sakala did a great job to like that day uh, that night or whatever uh, <clears throat> because uh, as I've said like I was a bit bummed that it R- wasn't one R- wasn't playing but uh, Sergan like uh, did a correct job at picking him i would say because uh that way like osai someone had to track back a lot and like we didn't mm-hmm. give away too many spaces or too many pockets behind defense yeah, especially given that
1: we were playing they were playing more on the counter and everything right that could have been dangerous
0: yeah that's another interesting point after after like minute four or something like uh, he was actually like quite tired and stopped making those runs like Osai Samo so it kind of like killed him off yeah. in that tactics and they like Bullet had to rotate to a different uh, mentality in the second half. Uh, yeah,
1: exactly. And, and it would be subs later on that would kind of turn things. But we'll get there later. Um, yeah. <clears> Twenty <throat> fifth minute, another fantastic chance. Um, Adem Ljajic with a nice little. Um, run in conversion to to offense, he would find Abubakar. And um, this would be Altai's first major save. This is the play where Abubakar does that little fancy move I, around. I think, I
0: think before that, there is also this uh, save it did uh, <coughs> like <coughs> with Atiba's shots. Uh, no, I haven't
1: gotten that. That's the next one. Literally the next minute. So yeah, oh, okay. Um First, Eprembockar would bad. do this. This was the fancy move, and then he would shoot it um, high to the left, and Altai would make a fantastic save. And then, in the 26th minute, um, Atiba would make that move around Luis Gustavo, and frankly, a lovely effort low to the left, and Altai would make an even more impressive save. And I think that's what you're talking about. And, yeah. and if Atiba He's scores there, Luis like Gustavo's career like is finished <laughs> like it would have been he shook yeah. him out of his boots out of his I shorts
0: mean, i mean normally like we're talking about atiba so like we're talking about a guy who passes the ball even if the goal yeah, is like d- wide open like you know like that he always like pass first shoot second like that's the guy we're talking about but yeah. that time he did a great job by like shooting it and then would try to like catch altai on this like other foot like the Weaker foot, let's say, because he was like kind of rotating to the other side, to to his left. Yeah. But uh, the reaction was brilliant there from Altai, so like it was a great save overall. Maybe if he had hit, if he had hit uh, the ball with a little bit more power, yeah, it would have gone in. But or a little air in on it, yeah. I mean, whatever it was, but whatever. Like it
1: was a great effort. Yeah. yeah. And it's funny because like. Atiba was the original guy who was like allergic to, to attack, you know? And now that <laughs> yeah. I think Rashid Ghazal has clearly taken the mantle there as far as his ability uh, to finish, Atiba's almost like learned from those lessons and how not to be up front. Um, no, I'm kidding. Atiba really has improved immensely in the last year or two offensively, which is weird considering he's yeah, rounding 35 in that same period. But yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, right after that we'd have our first yellow cards which would be uh, Samata in the 31st and Kyle Laren in the 35th. Kyle Laren would be one of the ones that didn't really matter, we weren't waiting on a suspension for him, so whatever. Uh, 43rd minute right before the half, Rashid Ghazal would damn near simulate his goal versus, and I'm, I have to give you credit for this because my memory wasn't there, uh, his goal against Genschler, Uh from distance sending it in from from real distance. Uh, wow. almost right. It was just wide, I think.
0: Yep, yeah, exactly. So yeah,
1: that w- that would be just about it for the first half of action. Um, no goals going in nil nil, and there's a dog barking outside. I don't know if you hear that, but um, yeah, there would be I uh, I think more disappointment on the Besiktas camp uh, as far as going into the half nil nil. We certainly had the better opportunities. Um three huge saves from
0: out there? Yeah, if Fennabach had any like click on chances besides that uh, osai Samuel, uh effort, uh, I'm not sure if you can count that one as well, but okay, like it was it was, it was a close goal anyway, so you can count that, but besides that, I don't think they had any serious takes at goal. It so doesn't translate over... on the
1: XG chart probably,
0: right? No, it, it probably does, but that's pretty much it we had more like, if you actually look at the X- xg chart it was pretty close uh, at full time which is interesting uh given we'll that we'll
1: do our stat flash
0: yeah yeah lunch. yeah yeah uh but, but so yeah
1: but so i mean ultimately i think we would have definitely felt aggrieved by the by going in with yeah. but mm-hmm. sure enough we wouldn't have to feel too aggrieved for very long valencia would get nope. us a yellow card in the 47th what were you minute. Fe-
0: what were you feeling at the uh, halftime? Like, uh, how, how how were you expecting uh, the game to pan out? Like, uh,
1: I was I was concerned. You know, it's it's the same as always in a way, right? Like we're we're dominant. I think we were at like 65% <laughs> possession or something like that. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I was surprised how how much they were allowing us. To be honest, like I I was honestly downright shocked that. A, that we didn't have a lead, but just B, by how easily they were allowing us to kind of boss them around, and uh, the, the, like the whole bend but don't break thing, You know, I, 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 they weren't very effective in that regard, they could have broken on numerous occasions if not for their keeper, you know, you can't, even the best keeper in the world isn't, you know, you can't just rely on that, so I, I felt, you know, I was definitely not... Um, Impressed with their first half performance. To say yeah,
0: like, I, I, like yeah. I mean, uh, I was feeling like uh, we like just like I was f- saving our chances, no lie, because we had <laughs> a lot of <laughs> take on goal, and they had uh, pretty much nothing. And Abubakar Car should have already had a brace, if not a hat. Yeah, you know what I mean? like exactly. And so I was like feeling confident that we would get a goal in the yeah. second half, and like just capitalize on that. But uh, it was a different story. Let's yeah. get into that. <laughs> well, and actually, it wasn't a different
1: story. In the in one sense, we would indeed get a goal. It would be right out of the gate. Yeah. Um, they would get a yellow card, and then Valencia with a foul that would set up a free kick for Rashid Gazal, who you never want to give that man a free kick. He sends it up, finds Doma Gojvita, and it was one of those free kicks that was so good that you know, even had Doma Gojvita missed on it, missed on it and whiffed or whatever, uh, Kyle Larin was right there to, to get on it, to, onto it next. So... Um, can't say enough about Rashid Ghazal's ability crossing the ball. Um, maybe not finishing, but that's a whole other thing. Um, um, but so yeah, it's not about goal. It's,
0: it's not it's not uh, like uh, it's not necessarily about his finishing. It's it's about his decisions. Like he, I yeah. mean, I was really frustrated by the fact that he tried to <laughs> dribble his way into the goal. Well, this, like, yeah, no, I mean
1: typically it, it's like he goes impotent up front, but yeah, and yeah, in this or, week or, or it was like, particularly the dribbling. It's funny, he alternates between not impacting a game enough and over-relying on just sending it across and he'll typically even get an assist or two anyway, but... Um, versus these times where he's dribbling all over the place and sometimes he's very effective with it but doesn't really do the last bit that he needs to, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, perhaps if he had done that as well, he wouldn't be here, so... <laughs> That's not a dilemma. True. But true. Yeah.
1: Uh, and, and like, in Turkey, you can just be an assist master, whereas I
0: think yeah,
1: in, in, in another league where you're where you're spending a bunch of money on a guy, like you want them to contribute in a lot more. With although I think, frankly, like any league and any team in any league would take fi- a guy who can give you 15 assists. You know what I mean? But but yeah, that's okay, yeah. whatever. Um, but so yeah, one nil, as you expect. Even uh, 51st minute, we almost got another one. Adem Ljajic would uh, bring a ball down with his head. It would be a little imprecise, but it would eventually get to Abubakar, who would again send in a lovely shot. High, uh, damn near to the cross. It would have been a perfectly finished shot, but again, Mm -hmm. Altai, full stretch, save. Um, In the 58th minute, Sardar Aziz would get a yellow card. uh, And this is about where we'd see stubs. Jose Sosa would enter the game in the 59th minute for... Irfan John kaviji uh, Mametian would enter for enter for Samata and um, Can't even read my notes who came in last for
0: Tiss- them to t- t- came on
1: teaser came in. Yeah, exactly
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. For whom uh, He was he was he was uh, he was pretty worn out at this point because he, he wasn't having a good time trying to mark Abubakar, he really tired him. him off and like, yeah, he was like bullying him really hard. So he had to come off.
1: And even still, right out of the that substitution break in the 61st minute, yet again, this time it would be on the ground. Gazar would set up Abubakar who would just, this is the time where he would just shake I don't know who it was. He shook out of his boots, but he did that shimmy move and then sent it. Yeah, I think it was
0: it, it was it was Tisserand. Was that Tisserand, man? He, yeah. Uh, but then
1: um, the shot.
0: Yeah, I mean, frankly, it was right right a weak towards finish. the
1: groin of of Altai. So uh, yeah. this is the one opportunity where he actually did it all himself in terms of creation, but then didn't do yeah. enough with the finish. It, it Whereas in all the other opportunities, finish. I think Altai could I very mean- much take credit.
0: Yeah, yeah, like he, he closed, he closed him up pretty well. Like can't lie, like the the movements and like the budding, like the sizing up of Altai was brilliant there. But I mean, if you're a like a like a top level striker, which I believe Abubakar is, I would expect him to that. I would ex- expect him there to either lob the ball, or try to like mm-hmm. beat him off the dribble again, or like just finesse him quite That's well. Like, but it was a overall a weak finish. Yeah, I mean. But it's okay. Uh, we're not gonna. <laughs> fine, yeah. The car here. The guys yeah, got I mean, like 16 goals for us this year or something. So, yeah, yeah
1: and he's that, fine. Like, he made he,
0: made, he made it happen with his turn in the first place. It was that exactly. like that brilliant turn made it happen. So
1: no, he created the chance for himself. Mm-hmm. You, know, you can't give him too much slack for it. Uh, yeah. But what you can say is just 10 minutes later, in a in a moment like after that, both sides were like, whoa, 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 this is this is getting crazy. Like Fenner mm-hmm. had to close up shop. We were kind of like, wow, we've got to figure out how to get this goal. Uh, but it would come again on the counter. Um, Sosa would get a free kick off of it. And
0: and they started to, like, push. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, so first, well, remember, that. so
1: this is the free kick. Uh, and Ersin would make a world-class yeah, save. A great save.
0: Yeah, it was a great um, save. It was a great free kick. <laughs> I remember, it's yeah. like laying, laying down under the... <laughs> yeah, yeah, that <laughs> was a hilarious setup for the,
1: for the... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, uh, and yeah, I mean, at that, at that point, Fenabache started like pushing up a little bit more. Uh, they would isolate Jenner on the flank, which is, <laughs> well, and so this <laughs> is not really a unique tactic. Uh, the one that we've, yeah, we've said we've been there before, yeah. exactly. Yeah, 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 we'll probably see with like,
1: the national team tomorrow, in fact.
0: But, but so <laughs> yeah, well, one, not, but yeah. I know,
1: seriously. Uh, but I will mention, and this is actually a very important point. um... So, I already mentioned Fenner made three subs around the 60th minute. Um, four subs, actually, didn't they? Cause, no, no, three, and then Aziz got the, uh, the yellow card. But so then, in the 73rd minute, Beshechach would finally make their first sub, and it was Bernard Mensah for Adem Ljajic. But additionally, in milk. the seven yeah. uh, That's fine, yeah. Uh, but in the 74th minute, Ozan Tufan would enter the match for Bright... Samuel Osai and then uh, hmm. Ferdi Cadiolo would enter the match as well for Ener Valencia. So that's five subs for Fener. They're fresh at this point. They've substituted okay. half of their side. We have made it was like, one yeah, substitution.
0: Like, yeah, I mean, that's that's uh, one of the like, one of the stuff that uh, I can like criticize again about because like he does a lot of good things. He's really smart with his tactics and everything. But when it comes to his Choice of substitutions and his timing of substitutions, particularly, uh, I think sometimes he he kind of puts us in a tougher uh, place. Like you know, he puts puts us in a tough situation because, as as, you, as I've said, like okay, the subbing Mensah on was a uh, was a good was a good decision on paper. It didn't really work out exactly Uh, yeah
1: well because bernard mansa wasn't ready yeah and and, but i will say this i want to mention this because that's an important i want to piggyback on the bernard mensa point here's a guy who's been playing three three defensive midfielders against like mid-table super league sides and i've been so critical of it i hate i never i never want to see three defensive midfielders so when he brings out mansa i'm actually happy at this point i'm like He didn't play a third defensive midfielder. That's, that's fantastic. I expected it, but what's ironic is that this is probably the one scenario where if he trots out an edge hip or something, I'm like, yeah, I mean, we're up 1-0. It's the 70th minute against our, our, no, our rival we, we in the try, Derby. I get it. I get it. Fine. I would have been critical. And if we'd, if they'd scored a goal against that, I would have I would have been a hater even but it's just funny to me that like logically speaking for a guy who likes to play three defensive midfielders the one time he doesn't do it is against an actually good side uh late in the match so the thing is that
0: that would that would be too much i agree no i agree i would have hated the
1: move i i i'm not saying i wanted him to do it The,
0: the 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 whole idea about subbing mansa on was that like he's good (laughs) <laughs> like good with dribbling
1: exactly. He can hold the ball. He can connect the defense with the attack yeah. s-
0: since they were like isolating uh, Started isolating Janero on the flank and like they were just like lobbing the ball in they were giving a lot of space behind So it was uh, it was fairly a Good option to think about but I mean actually like I think uh, if, I, if I recall correctly like Mansa had like one or two chances that he squandered terribly, like he, he like I think one uh, with one he just took a took an awful shot which was not even remotely close to close on target.
1: Yeah, and the second one at least forced a save but
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean I was expecting like Sargen to do this like uh like kind of rotate to, to, rotating to play to these subbing like the like this counterattack mentality that he sometimes adopts with pacey wingers uh, yeah. which he actually did uh, in the reverse picture uh, as I've mentioned uh, and could, uh, could have in my opinion uh, been subbed in instead of Gazal a little bit earlier given that like Janeiro pushing or for Kyle or you know, whoever yeah. for someone but no, 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 it had to be on the right flank because like when Jenner yeah. pushes high up the field, he can't really track back. Exactly. That's his like biggest... Uh, yeah, and is very effective now. Somehow, yeah, I yeah. remember us like conceding a lot of goals last year because we would try to employ the same tactic and Jenner wouldn't be able to track back quite efficiently and we yeah. would like give away a lot of space on our left flank and it would uh, end up being a goal. Against us, so I was I was low-key expecting Sirian to do something similar to that, but unfortunately, he was he, maybe he, he thought of something else. Maybe he saw something that we weren't able to see, uh, so he was thinking about something else. So,
1: but he just sort of sat on the pot; he didn't do anything anyway. But so what happens yeah. next? Uh, Jose Sosa gets a yellow card in the 79th minute, uh, but the real sort of decisive moment, the next decisive moment, and there'll be a lot of back and forth without much to speak of. You know, we already mentioned two chances for Bernard Mansa that would fizzle out, but 88th minute. Um, somehow, Ozan Tufan has the ball uh, at the top of our penalty box.
0: <laughs> normally, he- normally like everyone would expect Giannis to cross, but f- for probably the first or second time in his life, he decides to pass the ball in. Exactly, yeah. And then like Ozan got it, uh, beat two players off dribble and just finessed it with... Power, which was a great effort and like it, it, was, a it was a wonder screaming. strike a screamer yeah. yeah can't say enough about it uh, yeah.
1: and 1-1 I don't really want to talk that much about it either, cause just I'm, I'm,
0: pro- I'm, pro- I'm, I'm 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 guessing that like Fanabacha fans had a similar reaction to what we had when Barbell scored that goal uh, at Kadiko like two years ago three years ago like the uh, game that we've seen in Manhattan together yeah, like yeah. that that strike like was it was absolutely amazing so like it was a brilliant goal. Like, you can't it not really,
1: uh, You can't say anything about it. And it was dispiriting yeah, because like we, we should have gotten yeah. the match, but it was also kind of just because it
0: was just that good yeah. of a strike. And when when someone like it. does something like that, you just have to applaud, man. Like, exactly. You really just, exactly. You know? like be, Yeah. And, of course, at that but point, that, we'd be put on our back
1: foot. Uh, there, The last yeah. chance would, again, drop to Fenner. Actually, it would be a free kick. Oh, who else? But Jene would send it in. It would bounce around. follow the Sosa. He'd send it in. It would bounce around. And somehow dropped to Luis Gustavo who would uh, choke basically <laughs> and, and eh. luck, luckily um, and that would be it and then we
0: had like, we had like one or two chances after that as well like I, I remember a bubble car had one one shot on goal as well
1: I forgot to mention right after their goal by the way Nkudu came in no. for Kyle laren uh, that was yeah. too late uh, and he would he would yeah. be very effective actually he would be a contributing factor to the chance you're mentioning um, Pelkas would get a yellow card in the 92nd minute. Could have been his second. I mentioned the uh, 12th minute. He probably yeah, could have gotten one. Yeah. Uh, 94th minute, Rashid Ghazal would get himself a yellow. And that's a stinker Beak. because he's out yeah, he's of suspended. the next match. Yeah, he's suspended. Yeah. Luckily, it's against Kasim Pasha. We have that buffer match before Alanya. So, in a sense, it's good that he got out of the way.
0: They've, they've actually just hired Fatih Teke, which uh, is a rising star among Turkish managers at the moment. So, it will be an interesting matchup Hopefully in my opinion he,
1: he's uh, unsettled still he hasn't <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yikes it can yeah. can be bad though uh, in football because I think sometimes you get an immediate reaction yeah, to a new coach true, anyway true. let's hope for that I mean,
0: not- no matter what like we're the, we're the best team in the league I'm not really uh, concerned about that uh, we're like by far the best side so no matter what we should be able to beat them like we, if you we play our game we'll win simple as that I think so. and only yeah I don't know if you mentioned this. I might have missed this. I think I've just caught you over and you were talking about it. again. On the 94th minute, like, Nejip was subbed in.
1: I was about to say I hadn't. This is my final note of the match. Uh-huh. Um, Nejip would enter the match in the 94th minute for Atiba. Uh, and then in the 96th minute, the game would be over. So he didn't get a, yeah. a big run. I mean,
0: yeah, like, that that sub kind of shows that, like, Sergan was okay with the draw. Yeah, I believe. Didn't really
1: wisely. Like. Wisely, I think. Yeah, I most mean, of us like, fans okay. were emotional and probably would have like
0: wanted. And then we want, the we, three want the. we want the. We want the bragging rights, you know. Exactly. So we were like, Beep. "This man, we're not gonna." Oh, can I curse in this? I'll bleep <laughs>
1: it. I'll bleep it. Don't worry. Uh,
0: okay. uh... <laughs> uh, but sure but
1: yeah, you right now. It's
0: all right. No. Anyways, uh, like we're like, oh damn it! Like we we yeah we should we should have won whatever. But like he's thinking about the long run, and uh, uh, given that like a drop points, one points against uh, a point against uh, one of your biggest rivals is a uh, good take. You know, like it's it's not that And I believe like he was going for that, so he was like, nah, might as well get a point instead of dropping everything. So
1: yeah, no, you're right. I, I... No. Honestly, like my stance was that in the morning, I literally said this to myself. You know, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't admit this to other Vetsush fans because I, I know how emotional we are on the morning of a derby. But I, uh, I said like, if we get a point, I'll be happy. We only need a point here because Gladys said I dropped a point. What that means is that we now have, with one point, instead of a two-point buffer that we had over Gladys, I now we have a three-point buffer, and so that's a full, that's a and full And like we have points. a game and hand. So. And a game in hand, exactly. So we can theori- the- theoretically make that a six-point buffer. And what that means is, we could even lose to Galatas like we can lose, not just draw. We can take. We could lose like six nothing to Galatas and it would maybe not even <laughs> matter. You know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. that's how important that one point that's, is.
0: That's 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 such an American way of thinking. But yeah, I mean, I <laughs> I mean can't obviously, argue with
1: psychologically, <laughs> if you lose six, nothing, you're screwed. But I just mean, you know what I mean? Like, like they could, they could like just have the the time of their lives that match, and it could still like not even matter. Yeah, yeah.
0: not even matter. Yeah, I mean. Well, so that was the that game. I mean, we, we've actually done a lot of great stuff in the game, like uh, the, the the tactic we, that, that we use, that we that we employ pretty much every game, like uh, Atiba dropping deep. Uh, in the meanwhile, pulling uh, their left winger, like the you know, opposition left winger. To his side, uh, and Rosier pushing guy up the field so that we can like uh, create a triangle there with uh, either one of our strikers or uh, someone from midfield pushing up with Gazal and Rosier and like creating yeah. a chance there. Which we did this game a lot as well. Uh, we would have like four on fours, like four on fives, stuff like that. But we weren't able to capitalize on that quite much. If we actually did that, it would have been a different story. But uh, we had a lot of chances as we've I talked agree. about. Let's talk
1: stats. Let me talk some stats, yes. and let's see how that flavors your analysis here. So, um, first of all, shots were 14 to 14, but on target was seven to three in Tash's favor. Uh, we had 57% possession to their 43%. Now, remember also, all of these stats are to be flavored by the fact that we were up for a bit of this mm-hmm. match, and so that tended to, to flip things about around, and they got more possession in that last bit and more mm-hmm. attempts on goal and all of that. So, so things. Look more equal than they should, and even still, I mean, we had 57% possession, but um, we c- we completed 494 passes to their 366, at an 83% accuracy rate to their 74%. Basically, like they played about as well as like Antalya sport you know what I mean? <laughs> Which is crazy. Um, they committed 20 fouls to our 17. They got five yellows to our two. Um, they had seven corners to our three. I think much of that was late in the match again and their scramble for for something.
0: yeah. Um, isn't.
1: Let me so our my, our guy Evron, uh, he sent in his uh, his uh, fancy stats. Um, <laughs> so I mean, we'll talk about XG. You mentioned this. It was Besiktas one point three to Fener zero point nine. Um so pretty close you could say um statistics so so everyone sent in all these like individual stats vida completed 71 of 76 passes at a 93 percent rate created one chance won eight of 11 duels six clearances clearances two tackles eight recoveries wellington completed 57 of 74 passes at only 77 percent rate which is uh, i think he was trying to plunk them over the middle a bit more than usual on long balls but um, he won 7 of 15 duels, 5 clearances, 4 tackles, 5 fouls, 6 interceptions, 8 recoveries also. Um, I think Vida had the the standout match as far as defensively and obviously as well, you know, being the goal scorer. Abubakar, yeah. I mean between those two, Abubakar created one chance, we know the one. Uh, he won 9 of 17 duels. 17, wow. Um, two dribbles.
0: One, four, or five headers. I have to mention this. Like, I'm gonna just cut you off there for a second. I have to mention this. Um, like our defense did a really good job as always. <laughs> last, like last, I believe, like since the break, our defense have been like unshakable. Yeah. Like Wellington, like with his like tactics and like physical advantage, like Vida, his aerial domination. Like we've actually played really well on defense as well. If it wasn't for like as we talked about, it was on strike despite everything, like, despite that massive game Altai had, we would have got, gotten away with the win, pretty much. I think much. so. But, I, yeah, think so. Yeah. I
1: mean, and this, we'll, we'll talk yeah. about this a little bit after. I wonder if you blame anyone in particular that goal. But first, all right, let me talk a little bit more about individual stats. Rashid Ghazal created four chances. Uh, he won 10 of 19 duels, so he was very active defensively for a change. Eight recoveries, um, 0 for 3 as far as shots on target, uh, Kyle Laren won one chance. Uh, he created one chance. He, he only won one of 11 duels, uh, three clearances, two interceptions, but I think he was very active and um, putting pressure. So he, he may not have won them, but he still affected play, I, I think. Uh, still, not one of his better games in that regard. Valentin Lozier created two chances, one four of seven duels, four recoveries, two interceptions, and finally, Joseph completed 57 of 66 passes for 86 percent rate three out of six duels one two clearances three interceptions and ten recoveries um, so he's doing a lot in the back scooping balls up and um turning, turning sort of recoveries into offense I think that speaks to his match pretty well a lot of those stats didn't do a lot for me um, like, Abubakar's stats don't speak out as being particularly impressive, but then when you look at his performance, mm-hmm. you couldn't really... Yeah, you can't, you
0: can't really you can't really read the game yeah. by stats. In no, football. I mean, okay. it's a, I, I like, an idea, I like but, yeah.
1: mentioning the stats because it gives you a chance to see how much mm-hmm. you can actually look at the stats as an honest yep. reflection yep. match. And I think this is one of those things where if you look at the stats here, they say very little.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, true.
1: They show a mm-hmm. fairly equal match that... Uh, mm-hmm. Didn't have any standout performers, and I think you could actually say the opposite. Bashik Josh dominated this match for about 55 minutes, and I think there were about 20 dead minutes, and then Spudo Fenner had like a good maybe 10 to 15 minute stretch at the end there. But um, I, regardless of whether guys had stats that said they played well, I, I don't really, I couldn't say anyone really had a terrible game for us, with the exception of maybe. Bernard Mensah, who, who didn't really feature for very long.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think... Well, I'm not, If I have to pick... I mean, I, I don't like talking about this stuff, but if I had to pick a player uh, from our team, which uh, performed below expectations, slash uh, was the disappointment of the game, uh, I would go for Mansa. Yeah. Obviously, he... he like, do you blame that goal in.
1: on him? A lot of people say he didn't come back No, not
0: really, not really. You can't you can't really put the blame on anyone in that goal because, like, yeah, I don't think it's, so it's, it's a goal. He like, was, like, trying to beat off players by the dribble and he finessed it, and he actually went in. Like, there's not much you can do for f- f- strike like that. And Mensah's uh, in there just,
1: for his creative spark, you know? You're not expecting yeah, yeah, him I mean, to be a
0: world-class It's not his mission to, like, yeah, okay, create, like, okay, yeah, exactly. Uh, and, like, think about, like, Gazzal's, um effort like the that the, the long uh, shot effort he attempted in the second half, they tried to finesse it uh, over to the far corner and it yeah. just grazed off the bar um so like if it had gone in just think about that uh, would you be able to blame anyone from the position exactly. team like exactly. I, I don't think you would be able to so it's it's a similar uh, circumstance so I, I can't really blame mansa I just i, I can't just like talk about like the reason in my opinion, uh, it was a disappointment. Was because that uh, like we subbed him in to do a specific task, yeah. And he task, yeah, yeah, like yeah, like orchestrate the counterattacks and be effective, and hold the like. ball down a little better. Yeah, and, and be a th- Calm threat, down a the threat. match, right? Exactly, yeah, be a threat. But yeah. like, he, he got dispossessed quite easily a few times. Uh, when it, when it, like when it was like. Uh, Okay, when we were in the final third, trying to uh, create a chance or uh, finish an attack, uh, he absolutely squandered it, which yeah. was pretty disappointing. Uh, when he had the ball, like, his decisions were at one time it did, like he did a terrible pass and kind of ruined the counter attack, and like the other time he just like had this like. Uh, he was like in front of the goal, and uh, there was no defenders on him. Uh, there were no defenders on him, and uh, he just just muffed it. <laughs> he really he just Muffed it. it. I mean, like I, I don't know how to describe it. He just like winged it, and like was a terrible shot. It Was not even like threatening. You know, like, they didn't even
1: it come close to, to the side. And there was yeah, trouble.
0: yeah, come close to like testing Altai, which was already was already having an amazing game. You know? I know. Yeah, exactly.
1: Well, so all right. So then let's let's. Uh, he, that would be a perfect segue, I think, to some, some news that we have. But before we jump there, first, just to, to turn frowns into smiles a little bit, who's your man of the match then? Who would you give uh, credit to here?
0: For me, uh, like, okay, if I have to be objective, it's Altai, obviously. No, oh, yeah, screw uh, that. I mean from Besiktas. This for, is a Besiktas for, for podcast. Us, uh, Forget those canaries. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, it's a tough one. Um... Uh, I would, I, would, I would probably go for Valentin or Vida. Yeah, I would probably or, say
1: Vida, honestly, because he got the goal too, uh,
0: right? Yeah, exactly. He, he was faultless out there. Uh, uh, we can also, I mean, not, not really. Uh, I was, I, w- I was gonna think about saying Abubakar, but I mean, given the fact that he wasn't able to score, I, know.
1: I mean, even just just one of those fantastic opportunities goes past the keeper, and you can't blame him, like. Yeah three or four of them should have, uh, if not for that dang keeper. I mean, my, my the, the one sort of like parting note I'll leave for my match analysis is that Altai Bayern needs to leave Turkey. Please, like fast. Can you please go to like England or Spain or Germany? Like, there, you, you have a higher calling. Uh, please go, <laughs> get out of our face.
0: Um. It's 22 and like he's 22 and like, I'm pretty sure that like in a few years they will make a big move to Europe. You think it'll uh, take that long? Result. I think
1: he's... I, if I'm a big club, I, it, like, I, I, I might want him now, you know?
0: It, it, it could be this summer even, I don't know. He even like, just as like, a backup
1: to, sure, rear, you yeah. know, to rear him into the yeah, role, because yeah, you don't want to yeah. trust Turkish development. Yeah, yeah. Um, It
0: depends on the offer, honestly. I don't think he will go for anything below 20 million
1: like liverpool you opinion. know i think you guys could be looking for the next generation right i could imagine them yeah
0: and like like turkey has a great young core when it comes to goalkeepers we have arsene we have urjan at trabzonspor exactly, we have altay yeah. the future is bright like very bright i mean even arsene a number a, of mediocre sides have,
1: have decent turkish young keepers yeah like exactly
0: and be, I mean, it's, it's uh, wild uh, go step with ifan jani yeah yeah, yeah exactly
1: uh,
0: and uh Again, like, Ersin could uh, come up to his level, like, come up to all level, and if he was given the fact that he's, like, three years younger, uh, nice. him, in three years. I'll
1: be honest, man. I don't think I would trade Ersin for either of them, given his age, and that he has, I think, a higher ceiling. Yeah. Even if yeah. Ersin is probably third in, in, you know, realistically third in the pecking order right now. Um, yeah. I still feel like, yeah, because he's young, and look, look how solid he's playing already at, at, like, 19. That's insane. Um, yeah. anyway. Yeah. Let's That's a, I think that's a good ending point. You now I want to jump back. We were talking about Bernard Mensa uh very briefly earlier. Now, let's segue that into talk about um, the latest news. You were just talking about the latest from Serjan Dikme.
0: Yeah. What probably the most anticipated uh, Beşiktaş correspondent. He's um, like the only one that yeah, we can yeah, trust
1: these days, right?
0: Yeah, precisely. I mean, uh he tweet like he I think he's affiliated with us for uh, and he tweeted this today like uh we're we're in talks. We're in advanced talks uh to sign Valentin Rosier which is uh a must at this point, uh-huh. I believe. Dude he's, he's probably the
1: he could be the best right back. You can't you know, say no, after it's, one it's, season, it's, it's, it's you can't by say
0: far I... the best right back. It's I was the, gonna uh, say the best far... right back I've
1: ever seen play for Beşiktaş. Yeah. I'm I, which is just, that's that... that's crazy talk perhaps. Because it's only after one season. But if he plays this well for two seasons, then he's definitely the best player yeah, like I've he's ever also seen.
0: Quite, he's, 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 he's also, like, drawn a lot of attention from France's native I'm country. a little worried about uh, that. Uh,
1: yeah, I saw. Uh...
0: Yeah, due to his performance. But I believe that he wants to sign for Besiktas. I
1: mean, look, if we have Champions League football, if we're champions, I don't see yeah. why he says no.
0: Yeah, precisely. And then uh, another point uh, that Sajan made was... Um, Apparently, we're trying to uh, allocate a budget for Ghazal, yeah. uh, which is also a No-brainer at this point. Uh, and I think Ghazal uh,
1: interested. It, he even said, yeah. like, Alhamdulillah or I something mean, like that, like...
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> he got recalled uh, to the Algerian national team, which is uh, quite impressive for him. So, like, he wasn't uh, included in the squad for a few years, uh, given the fact that he was
1: underperforming
0: eh? underperforming I think like he only had like eight uh, contributions insane. to goals in the last three seasons this the season gems is that we've unearthed
1: team. this year it's insane yeah, even exactly. Joseph like
0: he's yeah, been so good exactly. for us it's crazy probably yeah, he's having his best season as well mm-hmm. so, and, yeah, and just I mean, as a leader can... just
1: as an all around guy like we finally have someone post Atiba to look to you know for, for stability there it's crazy um, and so, finally, the, the the last bit of news, and this is where it sort of ties into that last talk we had about Bernard Mensah. So, I don't think yeah, anyone will be too shocked point, by this. Huh?
0: Yeah, yeah. at this point, uh, if <laughs> nothing radical <laughs> or dramatic happens, let's say, uh, we won't be exercising the buyout clause of 4.5 million euros that was included in his contract. So, he will be going back to Kayseri Sport. As things stand, yeah,
1: and I suppose the fact that Montero has not mentioned any of this probably, in yeah. my in my opinion, it means we use the extension, the one-year extension on his loan.
0: Yeah, and wait another we, year. We might, we, might, we, might, we might, actually use that, given the fact that we like we're in in the dire situation. I, I'm not sure if we can find a better centre back. Yeah, uh, he's a great. Have... I mean,
1: he. I was convinced that he should have Wellington's spot. Well, when Wellington was struggling early on, because he was playing yeah. well enough. He's
0: a good. He's a good he's a good backup you know like, and he's, he's only a, 21 he's a you know
1: he has a, he has a ceiling yeah, yeah. that's much higher than where he is i think
0: and uh lastly like you, you i think you forgot this one we also have one more uh uh bit of news let's say um Dodecan, uh, will khan uh his contract as things stand and he's in advanced talks with the spanish side celta vigo uh he might become teammates with okai if uh, obviously, if he doesn't end up staying at West Bromwich, is but, that yeah. who we
1: lost Shinji if, Kagawa to? No, he went to Vaya. No, Valle no, Do or Vaya Cano. No, Cano or
0: something. no, no. I think he went to Real Zaragoza. Real Zaragoza. Is, that's what it was yeah. Which, which. Uh, I mean, they're uh, uh like a, they're in the second division. I think he's in Greece so, now or
1: something, right? Didn't he go? Really? Yeah, yeah. I think he's already moved on.
0: Seriously, yeah. I had no idea. I haven't been following him. Let me see. He's 32. No, he's still at right. Yo, he's signed for power, which is, wow. Yeah.
1: Huh? <laughs> yes. I know. I and finally he had his dream to play in, in Spain or whatever. But so then after, I mean, whatever. I, I don't. I don't even want. He's not even worth airtime right now. Uh, yeah. I still. I'd <laughs> love, I'd love to have a great Japanese or. Um, Chinese, or, you know, I, I'd love for us to find a way to break into a, a market abroad, like a legit market. You it know it I mean?
0: really doesn't happen like that. That's what people say, but like, I mean, those guys, <laughs> are not that stupid. There, like, you have to have some sort of. Well, uh, I'll say market. this: I, Having
1: lived in Japan, no, Shinji Kagawa carried legit currency as far as that goes. Like, if he
0: had found a I home mean, with Beşiktaş, yeah, obviously you know better. But I mean, uh, you have to be successful as well. Like yeah. At, at the
1: time, it felt like, oh, you know, we're, we're rounding out a squad if, if they could get into the Champions League and build, like, that, there, yeah, there exactly. was potential to build exactly. it, but it, it, it didn't work out, obviously. Um, and what a, what a waste it ended up being, that whole sort of adventure in Japan. Remember the, the anime and everything? Whatever. Um, let's round this episode up. Let's talk standings. Finally, um, Besiktas is in first place. Uh, Besiktas has 64 points and a 33-point goal differential. I'll mention 33 goal goal differential Uh has 61 points in second place um, they have a 30 4 point they're, they're 34 point 34 goal yeah, yeah. there they have a plus one goal differential on us um, Fener is in third place with 59 points five points back and Finally, Trabzon, I'm only going to mention Trabzon, is in fourth place with 55 points. The only difference between those four sides, besides the points, obviously, is the fact that Galatasaray, Fenerbahce, and Trabzon's 4 have each played 30 matches and have 10 to go until the season's over, whereas Besiktas has played 29 matches. Still has 11 matches to go. So, yeah. what that means is that Besiktashe's, we already mentioned this already, but Besiktas's three-point lead could be a six-point lead over Galatasaray, and their five-point lead over Fenerbahce could be an eight-point lead, and that's regardless of having drawn play. them. Their draw, all for what? They're so excited. They're so happy for themselves, and yet, they could be back eight <laughs> points. You scrubs. No, I'm kidding. Um, we
0: still have a long way to go. How so long? Yeah, 11 to matches. To 11 matches is getting. nothing to sneeze at either. Yeah, like 33 points to collect. So that's a lot. Uh, I mean, that that's thats thats another point that I wanted to make. Like we were talking about in the beginning of the podcast. Uh, about like, I, I, like, we can't decide if it's good or not. Maybe like this draw will keep us on our toes, which is good given the fact that we were like showing signs of. Um, yeah. Yeah, sort of like, getting <laughs> I complacency. I, yeah, complacency. Yeah, complacency. Forgot the word I was gonna say. Uh, sorry about that. We no, were sh- no. showing signs of complacency in the last few weeks after we would go ahead, go ahead, go up ahead. Yeah. So I mean, maybe this draw will kind of shake us back, shake us back to reality, and like maybe make us realize the fact that we still have a long way to go, and nothing's been. Uh, Howdy. After the Trabzon
1: failure, yeah, we responded with like six wins in a row. So I think
0: we we drew, we drew Antalya. I think we lost the Trabzon score. We drew uh, with Antalya, and then we were like, okay, we have to take it seriously. And like
1: that was yeah, yeah we won like, spurred us six on, or right? seven
0: straight, yeah, yeah, like six or seven straight, something like that. And then yeah, we we had this derby which is also a good thing because the last few matches were also like uh, we were showing signs of complacency yeah. we were getting back to our old selves like pre on Spore. exactly <laughs> wives and uh, uh, so in that, in that aspect maybe uh, we're being too positive, unnecessarily positive about yeah. it I'm not sure but uh, in that fact I think there's a silver lining in the draw
1: so, no, it, it, hopefully, I think that's exactly right. Hopefully it gives us the motivation to to sort of step things up a notch with the realization that like, you know, we, we got away with it, like we didn't suffer too much in the, in the table here, theoretically, again, depending on that extra match and all that. But um, mm-hmm. at the same time, yeah, now it's time to really like close this season out properly, right? So... Anyway, the big news, obviously, is that we're off because of the, the national team for a week. So that's also why I was a little delayed on this episode. Plus, um, you know, coordinating with Aaron over there in, in, in Ankara. But um, our next match is not until April 4th. Sunday, April 4th. Uh, we're on the road, but it's in Kasim So it's in Istanbul. Still no fans, so, you know, that's less impactful even still. Uh, and then the, the, the match after that, We'll only be three days later, on April 7th, Well, when we'll be hosting Alanya Spor. And that's a huge match. Um, that's pretty much our last, like, really scary one. I guess Sivas on the road could be tough um, in, at the end of April. That's
0: going to be tough. That's going to be tough. And I mean, then we have Hatai, uh, but uh, we're at home, that, luckily. I'm taking a look at our fixture, and, like, okay, like, the obviously, Alanya Spor game won't be easy. Sivas Spor game uh, could be challenging as well. Uh... I think I think this time around we will beat I swear in the reverse victory We drew with them,
1: and we're at home this time uh, too.
0: Yeah, and uh, obviously the biggest game of the season, the ti- could be the title decider, uh, the Galatasaray derby. So yeah, I mean we have. I think we have. Uh, if all goes to plan, I, I I think we'll we won't be dropping more than um, six points in any case. To be honest
1: i would sure hope not i certainly hope not but so anyway um, knock on wood <laughs> as always yeah, um, and yeah we'll be back soon i'll be back aaron you're welcome back anytime as always uh follow yeah, us on twitter that. follow this guy at aaron e armstrong always a good follow lots I'm of best
0: sega for me some piss taking as well, <laughs> <Sega>. <laughs> as well. a little bumps. bit
1: a little bit it's okay <laughs> Uh, You can follow me at sir underscore rights underscore a lot. Uh, Follow the podcast at eagles underscore podcast. Follow us on Instagram, blackeaglespodcast, one word. Uh, Stay tuned for more. As always, we will be back. Shouts to everyone for the stats. Stay tuned for after the beep. Uh, As always, our our guy from uh, Richmond, Virginia, um, Emre. The Southern Eagle, as he calls himself, uh, has left some some match notes, so stay tuned for that. Um, and of course, go Bashingtowns! Peace. Peace out, everyone. We got this. Yeah, it's just not That's cool the if we have that. We can really kind of sit back a little. Mm-hmm. Man. so
0: Shiktash International hopes you enjoyed this program.
2: Hi, Uh, this time I'm leaving my message from Çeşme, Turkey. Yesterday just came to Turkey for a short break, watching the game in actually Turkey this time. Uh, For first off, what I would like to say is the. Uh, Besiktas was trying to keep the game under control. They didn't push, they didn't leave much space for Fenerbahce. So they were not attacking like they used to do. Same time, Fenerbahce needed more to score a goal and uh, win this game because they are behind. And they were uh, interested to attacking, but actually they were not finishing and they were not making a dominance in the game for the first half. First 10 minutes, actually, Beştaş had about 80% to 20% ball control. And the referee allowed a couple harsh tackles from the uh, Fenerbahçe players, let them play. Then later, he just stopped the counter-attack where Larim was going to be head-to-head with the Fenerbahçe goalkeeper. He just stopped that with foul. And uh, what memorizing positions from first off, the Abubakar between the three players had a chance and shot, and shot didn't go a bit high, so low goalkeeper saved it. And in return, that corner kick Atiba had also tried same way between three four players. He shot, also goalkeeper made a good save there. Our goalie had one stoppage of the their Osai Samuels shot in the first half. Uh, other than that, calm. If Besiktas maintain the composure, what they did in the first half, I believe Fenerbahce will be leaving more chances for us to score. Referee is weird. I mean, this referee is giving so stupid fouls then uh, letting play for much harsher fouls, depending on the jersey colors. I know that referee. I know his father. And... uh, Let's see. Hopefully, besiktas do not lose, doesn't lose this game. So we maintain the point difference between uh, Fenerbahçe and Galatasaray. Even draw, we extend the lead against Galatasaray with one point because they lost unexpectedly on Friday night to Rizespor. No media is talking; they are all afraid of the Galatasaray coach. So because the sky was cloudy, that's why they lost. They cannot create any excuse. They cannot talk about the uh, wrong 11 wrong changes of the Galatasaray coach. That's all for the first half. I'll give you another one end of the game. Have a good one. Hi, for the second half. As mentioned, Beştaş maintained the composure and the focus on the second half, we would have scored a goal and we did. I mean, Vida's goal was fantastic and it came right on time and he had plenty of chances, especially with uh, Abu Bakar. He was a bit unlucky plus Altai, the opponent's goalkeeper, was also pretty good. He's he's, he's showing and proving that why he's uh, the goalkeeper of Fenerbahce. I mean, he, he kept them in the game, kept them in the title race so far i mean definitely 3 4 very clear chances he saved only from abubakar and i would say maybe mensah was the big problem he didn't uh, perform as expected i could suggest instead of mensah uh, i would i would bring the Osan ozakup in the game he would rather make a more critical and quick passes in one position actually he didn't roll the ball in front of the Valentin Rozier and Rosier got angry and he tried to take an early shot he should have he should have done better there for ben- Mensa. Beştaş defended well I mean in, we allowed them to uh, take a shot from outside the distance and Souza just missed the blocking it with the half of a second and uh, Arsin was not expecting, it didn't go to corner, but Ersin was not expecting that shot. Therefore, they scored. We defend well in our penalty box, but we were not expecting that distant shot. However, not losing this game, it still keeps Besiktas the most advantageous team in the title race. I mean, I'm listening to Turkish media now. They are both saying the Galatasaray is so happy with this result. With this result, we actually uh, increased the deficit uh, between Galatasaray and Beşiktaş. We added extra point. And even Fenerbahçe, this score uh, reduced the deficit between Galatasaray and Fenerbahçe. So, as mentioned in the, for the first half analysis, Turkish media is very protective when it comes to criticizing the Galatasaray games, Galatasaray results when they Lose a game. So I'm watching two, three different channels now since I'm in Turkey. They are both trying to take a positive side of the game for Galatasaray. As I said, we had two points. Now we increased that three. We have a game in hand. And plus, we won the first game against Galatasaray. And unless we lose in their home more than three goal difference, we are still having also a first game advantage against Galatasaray. Of course that will be good thing um, if we finish this game 1-0 and abu scored those chances but selavi this is not a bad score i mean fenerbahce desperately needed a win at least but they couldn't do that they didn't show that effort but not to lose and uh, having fenerbahce remaining in the game is actually advantage for Besiktas in this title race. Because if we won today, uh, we will be only left with Galatasaray and Fener- uh, Besiktas in the title race. And that will make the, all the lobby, all the deep state Galatasaray, where they sit in the federation, in the referee, in the wherever, they will uh, put the heavier pressure on Besiktas. Now having to continue, having three team in the title race still makes the game to be uh less lobby effects to interfere unfortunately in turkey football is not only football and uh, that's the only thing people talk about can talk about so the politics uh interfere and try to uh, get the change the subject divert the attention of the public uh with the football so a lot of things going behind the scenes that's all for this game Um, as i said i wish beshiktaş could have won, but still this is not a bad result and uh, from now on we just need to keep winning uh, not to lose our concentration and i believe we will do that have a good day